When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello. Welcome to Thoughts on Thoughts, a podcast where you, our listeners, can become part of a conversation with us. We are three therapists who are going to talk about the good, the hard, and all the in-betweens of life. Come join us. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Thoughts on Thoughts. We're so happy that you're here with us today. We're going to talk about some cool stuff. The Well, really, it's like one thing, but it's pretty complex. The subject today is radical acceptance. This is a very, very cool tool to use every single day, all day in your life, I think. So... Let's talk about what it is first. Yeah. Pass it over to Bob. Yeah. I'll, oh. Oh, I was no, going to KJ, KJ oh, is sorry. Pass it over to KJ. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Okay. Oh, KJ's like, She's I have chomping. notes. I am She's ready. Chomping. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. I, so I love this skill. This was a skill that I taught a lot with teenage girls. Um, and it stems from DBT, Dialectical Behavior Therapy, um, and it is a distress tolerance tool. So what all that means is that it's just a tool we can use to calm our central nervous systems, essentially, to calm our minds, bodies, reconnect, ground ourselves. Um, and what it is just kind of at a base level is accepting your reality for what it is it does not mean that you like reality it doesn't mean you like what's happening or what's going on it's just that you accept that it is what's going on so now i can pass the baton to you jessica to give us more info on that yeah okay so I joke with um, my clients that if there's one phrase that I say every session and that they should just have tattooed on their arms so they don't have to listen to me say it anymore it is it is what it is I say that very frequently it's a little bit of like a hard truth but it also for me is very liberating because it's this idea of it is what it is life is what it is. And I think that I can control it. 
but turns out I really can't in most situations. And so I have to practice this radical acceptance. So radical acceptance, like the words, the reason it's called that is because you are radically accepting whatever happens to you. You are that free spirit standing in the forest being like, just let the world do what it is meant to do to me. You know? Yes. Yes. Beautiful bohemian woman out there just being like, I am yours, universe. Too much KJ's faces. Wow. This is so good. It is that idea of just like that very free spirit of like, what is good will find me and what is bad I can handle, you know? Just really radically accepting whatever happens to you. So my example from my life, which my clients will also be like, how many times have you told me this, Jessica, right? Mm -hmm. When I had my mono-mono twins, I had the choice to go into the hospital at 24 weeks or not go into the hospital at 24 weeks and potentially lose them. You just never know, right? Mm -hmm. And so when I went into the hospital, I had to every single day practice radical acceptance. That is where the phrase, it is what it is, came to me because every day I had to remind myself, it is what it is. I have to radically accept this. Like I cannot change what type of twins I have and I get to choose how I deal with that. But my reality is always going to be that I have mono mono twins and mono mono twins means the best care is going to be inpatient at the hospital. Did I like any piece of that? <laughs> nope. I like 0% of my time in the hospital in terms of like, would I have rather been anywhere else in the world? Not literally anywhere else, but would I have rather have been home on bed rest? Yes, I would have. Would I rather have been at my mom's house? Would I rather have been coming in patient, like coming out patient and coming in three times a day? Yes. There are so many things I would have rather done, but I had to radically accept that the best chance for my girls to survive was to be in the hospital. And so I could choose to fight against it and cry and feel very, very depressed. This is unfair. And, 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 why me? Mm-hmm. Yes. A hundred percent. Cause truly everybody else why do it this way, right? Yeah, Everyone else just stays home. Like I want to stay home, you know? Other people do not eat hospital food for 10 weeks. Like that is not normal, you know, but there just was this level of like, I'm here. I'm going to have a good attitude because my other option is to be here and fight against it every day and just be more miserable in this 10 weeks of my life. And you always have to remember like today is your life. Your life doesn't start when everything lines up and is working great. Today is your life yesterday was your life tomorrow will still be your life and so it's accepting what comes and realizing how little control we have and so surrendering to that radical acceptance is going to bring you more peace it's not going to make things easy I still grieved every day I was in the hospital every time my daughter left it was very difficult but that doesn't mean I was like kicking and screaming like I can't do this. This is too much. You know, it's like, no, I can do this. I will step up and I will do it because the other option is I'm just going to really hate my life for 10 weeks. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't fun, but like, truly I had a great time with my nurses. I had a great time with my daughter, the hour I could see her every day, my twins were safe and that was important to me, you know? And so I would always just refocus on that, you know, like, why am I here? Recentering, 
remembering that it was going to be okay. This is just a short amount of time, you know? And I think that's what radical acceptance allows you to do is say, I'm okay with what's happening. I don't like it, but I can accept it. And then I can move forward and choose my actions from this point and be Mm -hmm. like a little bit happier in my actions, you know? Yeah. Control what you can. It frees up all that energy you spend trying to fight against what you can't control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I think it's interesting in in Jessica's situation because I'm thinking I'm like, yeah, that makes complete sense. Like this this is obviously the right choice. It's obviously the right or strategy to take. And then I was thinking to myself, well, what make what factors make it hard? right to choose radical acceptance and I was thinking in this situation like Jessica had nothing to do with the fact that this happened to her it was just like I mean other than choosing to be pregnant I suppose but like the fact that the twins were mono mono and that was the situation like that was she could not control that that happened it was out of her hands and then she was dealing with it and then I think when we have situations where we could possibly like blame ourselves. I think that's like another piece in that. And hearing Jessica talk before we even started this episode of letting go of judgment, I think that's a big piece where it's like, I'm stuck in LA traffic and I'm going to be late to something very important that I absolutely should not be late to. And I'm bargaining and I'm mad and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is the worst. These people, I'm stressed. I'm I'm about to cry because I'm going to let people down, right? And all the while in my brain being like, I should have left early. I shouldn't have stayed in bed. I shouldn't have taken that phone call. I shouldn't have done all of these things. And that's like that judgment piece, right? That keeps me from being like, this is what it is. This is what it is. I am in traffic. My car is not moving. I am going to be late. So it doesn't keep me from practicing radical acceptance. I still can, but it's like another layer on that tip consciously let go of Mm -hmm. yeah but if you do consciously let go of that when you're sitting in traffic you're thinking what comes next I'm gonna be late instead of I should have and I should have and I should have and I'm the worst and you're just getting down on yourself with all this judgment instead of Mm -hmm. releasing yourself from that judgment which just frankly doesn't do any good at that point anymore right Mm -hmm. what you can do is say what am I going to do future wise, right? I can learn from this. I can change it. I can call people, warn them I'm going to be late. I can, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like, what do we do with this radical acceptance versus like, if we don't radically accept and we just push against it really? Yeah. Are we just hurting ourselves? Are we just getting stuck in a very negative cycle? You know, it's an interesting, yeah. It's It's much better. Yeah. Yeah. It's like what Newt Scamander said. He said, worrying just yeah. means you suffer twice, you know? So if so you're just real. sitting in there and worrying and worrying and worrying and worrying and worrying, mm-hmm. then I'm suffering now and then I'm going to suffer when I meet whatever I'm worrying about. So, yes. Yep. Which is coming whether you worry about no it. No matter what. <laughs> you know, it just is the reality. <laughs> and that's what's so hard about radical acceptance is mm-hmm. like with clients, it, the things that I'm asking them to radically accept are not small yeah. and easy things. You know, it really is like, wow, you need to accept that your mother was abusive. You know, mm-hmm. you need to accept that she still is abusive. You need to decide what you're going to do with that moving yeah. forward instead of continually saying, well, she shouldn't and she should, you know, it's like, no, at some point we have to accept that this is what it is. What do you want to do with it? 
you know, mm-hmm. it's a hard reality to sit with, but it also is just so liberating once you can decide what do I want to do with what I have accepted, you know, and sometimes yeah. just accepting it is all you need to do. Like it's that enough. releases you in a huge way, you know. Mm-hmm. But like Jessica said, radical acceptance is not approval. So it's like, no. I'm not approving of these things. Like she said, like if there's like an abusive or just anything, like I'm not approving of the situation. I'm not giving it my stamp of approval saying, thank you. You know, like this is okay. It -hmm. just is. Yeah. It just is Mm -hmm. what it is. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So like the next step after you've started accepting it is what it is, is you want to, Work on feeling that acceptance through your mind, body, and spirit. Mm -hmm. So you can do that in a number of different ways, but that would be like accepting self-talk, like repeating to yourself, it is what it is, using relaxation techniques, mindfulness, and or imagery. Um, This makes me think a lot of our episode about the word and. Um, yeah, holding definitely. conflicting emotions together. I think it's kind of at its foundation, at its core, the same principle. Just accepting that you can be feeling multiple things about a situation, um, but still allowing yourself to move through and allow your actions to be those of caring for yourself and controlling what you can and not just continually ruminating and pushing against the reality and using all of your energy for that Mm -hmm. so do you guys have other techniques that I'm missing of like how someone can tangibly do this in practice I like the imagine one it's like the if you like imagine in in your brain or in your mind like you imagine yourself believing in what you want to accept and then like rehearsing what that would be like, right? So if I'm like sitting in my car and I start to imagine, I say, okay, like I'm going to imagine myself sitting in my car. I'm going to imagine what I would look like if I was believing and accepting the phrase, it is what it is. What would my mind be doing? What would my body be doing? What would I be doing? So like rehearsing that in your mind would be like, I'd be sitting here. I would release, I would probably be releasing the tension in my shoulder and in my jaw. Like I would probably turn on some music to really kind of like accept that this is what's happening to shift my focus. I might be making a list of things that I need to do, action steps for what's coming next. That is what I would be doing if I did truly believe it is what it is and I'm moving forward. Yeah. I'm going to share another, like Jessica shared a real life example. I'm going to share one too. I just thought of, um, so this happened in 2020. Um, my husband and our eight month old baby were getting on a plane to fly to Oregon cause we were going to spend the week on the Oregon coast. And my husband got a text that basically said, you're being deployed to Afghanistan um, and you're going to be gone for like at least, I can't I just remember. want you to know that like, both of mine and Taylor's faces were like, that is 
not a time when you accept you that is fight against that that sounds up, terrible yeah. <laughs> um, just in case you're like kj is being so calm about this no yeah you're like sorry yeah. we're both like what nope it was, nope. It was like, no thank you we yeah. had like boarded the plane and he got this text from his commander whoever that was like telling him he was going to be deployed to afghanistan and basically like he was it like he was the guy that needed to go and the timing of this was very interesting because we had a young baby. Um, I was working. My husband was working. He was going to start a grad school program. Like, it just felt like a lot. Um, and so, anyways, it was basically, like, a practice in accepting, like, because my husband responded and was like, have you checked with this person or this person? And basically, I was looking at going into this trip that I had been very excited about with kind of this cloud hanging over my head of like, oh my gosh, my husband could be getting deployed. Like, how am I going to enjoy this when I'm like so, like I'm future tripping. I'm going to be like so rooted in the Absolutely. future and like worrying about what's going to happen. Um, but then... Like, we had to turn off our phones because we were flying, right? And it was kind of that, like, concrete kind of barrier of, like, you can't do anything else about this right now. Like, the texts have been sent and you can't receive any other news about it. Like, you just have to let it be, let it be. And then kind of throughout the trip, like, we didn't really have too many answers and it was a, a practice and just being like I can control what I can control this is a lifestyle and a life that we have chosen we have known this could be our reality and a possibility and this is kind of that moment where we need to accept what does come from that and still enjoy this vacation that we have yeah been yeah forward to and so I talk about it as if I did that perfectly, and I really did not at all. It was like kind of constant, daily, even moment by moment, reminding myself, like, be in the present, be here and now, control what you can, and like, it is what it is, and it, what will happen will happen, and you, future you will deal with that, and future you can be strong and brave and do what you need to do to take care of yourself and your family kind of a lot of those affirmations like getting yeah. me through kind of those moments of spiraling right like those moments of like yeah. what is happening so yeah like recentering yourself on these just positive mantras which is yeah how you do it you know yeah and he as you guys know didn't end up getting deployed so it worked out in I the feel way so that, much stress that just I I'm like, would like <laughs> have wanted, but you know, it could have gone the other way. And I do think that mm -hmm. we would have been okay because of like practicing doing this in our daily life every yeah. day. Yeah. Well, because at some point you have a choice. This is happening. He is going to Afghanistan. I can choose to fight against it or I can choose to accept it and make this the best time that it can be, you know, yeah. knowing yep. that this is not the ideal that I chose, but I'm going to make it as much of a positive experience for myself as I can, you know, yeah. and that's a lot of what we do in life is we aren't strong enough to do things 
And yet we show up and we do them anyway to the best of our abilities because that is life. And so to like expect yourself to like, I can handle this. I can do this. I can have my affirmation and be just fine. That's not realistic, but also you are going to be showing up and trying in every day and every moment you're going to be shifting in any moment that you can have peace from radical acceptance is one more moment with peace, which is absolutely what you want in your life. You know, I think it's important to also remember that we need to have moments where we allow ourselves to feel disappointment, grief, pain, things that arise you know, during life, like those things need to be acknowledged too. Like radical acceptance is not meant to just kind of push away those feelings and never feel it. It's more of a, I can accept that I'm feeling grief right now and allow myself to move through it and acknowledging that life is worth living even when there's pain, even when our reality is really hard like it is worth continuing. So I think that's just kind of a sentiment that I like to live by and like have that be kind of the core of radical acceptance for me. Yeah. Yeah. It's when it, radically like, accepting any emotions that come with it yep. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like feeling that, but I think it reminds me of that word that was, we used to explain at the beginning is fighting. So it's kind of like, it's okay for me to radically accept the grief and the sadness and the disappointment that I'm feeling. That's okay. But am I fighting or am I feeling? So it's like, if I'm fighting against that or trying to talk me whatever or using judgment, it's like, that's not accepting, but I can feel all of the good affirmations and difficult feelings that come along with all of that acceptance. There's your other tattoo idea right there. Fighting your feeling. You know? Fighting your feeling. Yeah. Man. Ooh. You're welcome. Might yeah. Have you that on people. a ball game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going to print up some shirts for you guys. <laughs> so if we look at this through the lens of the mental load or emotional labor, because this is kind of, you know, our next podcast episode in that series, um, I think it's like a huge skill to use for managing the mental load Um, because a lot of the mental load is like it can be caused by just stressing over what's going on and suffering twice Taylor like you mentioned like just that ruminating and worrying over and over and over and carrying it with you it can add so much heavy stress Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it's accepting that like, for instance, like if I feel like I don't have support from my husband, it's accepting and understanding that like, okay, I accept that this is the pattern that we're in right now. And then I can move forward. But I have to accept without resentment that like, this is what we've created so far. Mm-hmm. And I have acceptance and then I can move forward and say, do I want to do something different? Right. Mm -hmm. But what happens often when we don't radically accept is we're just fighting against that. Like this isn't how it should be. This should, he should be helping me more. He should be doing this, Mm -hmm. blah, 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 blah. And instead of saying like, this is the pattern that we have created. What do I want to do? You know, it's just little things like this or radically accepting. Like I 
am in a difficult season of life, right? Mm -hmm. I have very young twins. This is a difficult season. I have to radically accept that it is not feasible for me to do things that like, yeah, I would love to do that, but I'm radically accepting that that is not my season of life right now. You know, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of different ways that we can radically accept that our life is what it is. And there are things that we can change, but there are also things that we can't. And Mm -hmm. the more we can accept and understand and try and learn from those things, the better off we're going to be, the happier we're going to be. If not just like the more like peaceful we're going to be, you know? Yeah. 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 So any other thoughts, ladies, before we wrap this up? No, I'm just like ready to practice this right yeah, now and all day tomorrow. I'm like, yes, to yeah. yeah. So how have yeah. I like let this one get so rusty? I need that peace, you know. I need oh, that yeah. cleansing feeling. Taylor's gonna be out in that forest that both. I know. Woman just oh, I just kept fall. thinking about like Taylor Swift and like her folklore and Evermore. Yes, folklore you, know what I mean? era, you know, yeah. Like just like in, in that forest. Cabin. Yes, yes. That's what I thought when you're like that bohemian woman, and I just like imagined her outfit. I'm like, yeah, which is like, and then I'll be a Victorian woman with my yes, white. Yes, yes, yes. Not like a crazy cat lady. Yeah, go Mm -hmm. see the movie if you if you don't know what we're talking about. So good. It's in the movie. It now is accessible to everyone. Yes, yes. Be a part of the magic. Yes, that is something (laughs) I've had to radically accept that I probably won't see the movie, and I didn't get to go to her concert i just got it's okay it will stream we will describe it in detail to Mm. you so let's start at the beginning at the very beginning lights fade the The countdown clock comes (laughs) and then you lose your mind and then you scream Uh for three hours and you lose your voice that's basically Mm -hmm. what happens magical something okay well thank you for coming and listening to this episode And if you have something you would like to hear us talk about on a future episode, send us a DM on Instagram or email us at thoughtspod at gmail.com. We'll do our best. We appreciate Mm. you listening. Jessica's going to sneeze, so we got (laughs) to go. What's happening with her face? (laughs) Goodbye. She's scared it out of me. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thanks for joining us today. We want to create a community of inclusion where we can have conversations about topics that you need help with or have questions about. We want you to have a voice in this process, so please let us know what you want to hear about on future episodes. You can email us at thoughtspod at gmail.com, and if you search thoughtspod, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All original music is composed by Milan Bryage from Valley of the Bears, and our logos are by Rick Thomas. Thanks for joining us.